9 o'clock, good morning. One person has died and at least 50 people have been displaced after a fire destroyed 15 informal dwellings in Wallace Dean. A Cape Town Fire and Rescue spokesperson Theo Lane says authorities are in the process of identifying the deceased who had been burnt beyond recognition. During the early hours of this morning, we responded to Takudi Street in Wallace Dean where we had one person fatal suspected to be an adult male that hasn't been confirmed yet. And uh, the cause of the fire was a cooking fire that was left unattended and spread to the structures. Disasters management will be doing an assessment this morning to see what kind of assistance they can provide. The Free State has experienced fewer traffic accidents on its major roads since the start of the Easter long weekend as compared to last year. Roads and Transport MEC Butana Kompele says the major problem on the roads currently is unroadworthy vehicles. But we're better than last year. Last year we had nine accident, major accident, where 12 people had died by this time. So this time we are almost just above a half with one because it's seven. But the main accident that has taken uh, three lives is on the N3 from Joburg to Durban. Then there was an, one accident in Coffee Fontaine where uh, the car uh, capsized and then two people died. From there, one in Alwa North and one, the taxi that was parked on the road uh, next to Lentley, and then it bumped on that car and uh, uh, somebody died there. Nakombela says the other problem is controlling people from Lesotho who are crossing into South Africa without valid documents. Lesotho border, the major thing that was very shocking was the number of people who are an illegal immigrants who are coming from South Africa who are getting into Lesotho with no passports, with nothing. And uh, if they were coming from Lesotho, I would say they were taking a chance to come to South Africa for work purposes. A further field, Uganda security is on high alert after receiving information that a similar attack like the one that happened in Kenya is being planned for the country. Uganda police chief Kale Kayura says Al-Shabaab intended to target educational institutions along the highway in the east town of Jinja and the capital Kampala. He says the police are on high alert. I want to assure the country that we, the police, with sister security agencies, we are enhancing the deployment. We have already started and uh, are now along the Jinja Kampara Highway. Meanwhile, students of Garissa University in Kenya are expected to return to the campus today to retrieve their belongings before being taken home. Now, the Kenyan government has closed the university following Thursday's attack by Al-Shabaab, in which nearly 150 people were killed. Investigations into the incident are continuing. Reports say five suspects have now been arrested, while four militants were killed after the attack. The BBC's Anne Soy with this report. Four people were rescued from uh, within the university, two of them were students and they were taken for psychosocial support. But then two others were treated as suspects. One of them uh, is a Tanzanian national who is not a student at the university and he could not explain why he was within the premises uh, during the time of the attack. And so that's why he's being treated with suspicion. So investigations are underway. And wrapping up, an American man has been freed after spending nearly 30 years on death row. Anthony Ray Hinton, aged 58, was jailed in 1985 after being convicted of murdering two restaurant managers in Birmingham, Alabama, but was granted a new trial last year. The new tests after 30 years on bullets found at the crime scene could not be connected to a gun found at Hinton's home in 1985. This prompted prosecutors 
to drop the case. His lawyer, Brian Stevenson, says his client was convicted because he could not afford better legal counsel 30 years ago. Now, walking out of the Jefferson County Jail in Birmingham, Hinton hugged family members and said, Thank you, Jesus. That's news at nine. Your top story this hour. One person has died and at least 50 people have been displaced after a fire destroyed 15 informal dwellings in Wallerstein. Cape Town Fire and Rescue spokesperson Theo Lane says authorities are in the process of identifying the deceased who had been burnt beyond recognition. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Kadraj. I'll be back in an hour with an update.